serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, 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 happy Thursday, baby. Oh, you got like four happies in there. You're in a good mood. A good night's sleep. <laughs> Let's not go into it. Good night's sleep in the deathbed. I don't want to know about it. For those of you who don't know, Chad is sleeping in a hospice bed. It's not a hospice bed. It it's a, a hospital bed. So it's, 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 it's called, I thought it was called a hospice bed. No, it's just a regular old hospital bed. I don't know why you're doing it. Right. Fantastic. Why do you look? Why Becky Lynn? A hospice bed? Yeah. Where did he get that? I don't know. He's making things. What's he the is difference? making it up. What's the difference between a hospital bed and a hospice bed? There's no difference. It moves up. It moves down. It's the same thing. Well, I'm glad you slept well. Hospital bed is, I think, right. the appropriate term. Yeah. Hey, we broke a record, everybody. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? This is fantastic news, right? Not really. Not really. Some records should not be broken. Like, you're, well, you're, you're looking at Aaron Judge and the Yankees. He's got 60 home runs, and he's going to break the American League record. Yeah, That's is. a great record to break, right? This one, not so much. At the southern border, a record number of crossings. Apprehensions topping 2 million for the... Oh, gosh. 2 Man. million people. Somebody should check and see if uh, Biden's on steroids because of all the... The, the records he's breaking. Two million people. This is not count the getaways or the gotaways or right. whatever. This is just apprehensions. Didn't he break the inflation record, too? Which, not all his fault, but a lot of it is. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, do, he's just doing breaking well. records. All right. So, listen. We're we here in Arizona. We know all about the southern border. Uh, we feel it. We see it. We know what happens there every day. Most of the country doesn't. That's why, you know, some of these governors are sending some of the migrants to different places. Martha's Vineyard. Martha's Vineyard. But, uh, yeah, that's uh, two million. At the southern border, a record number of crossings. Apprehensions topping two million for the first time ever. That's a 175% increase from last August. Across the country, cities are overwhelmed by the influx. Wait a minute. If you're going to win, win big, kids. That's all he's saying. 175% increase. That's like, that's insane. That is absolutely insane. You called it. Yeah. Sorry, you called it. You called it. You did. You saw, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, a few years ago, we're watching the debate. Biden sneaks this little thing in. Uh, it went over my head. I didn't because, uh, you know, it's a debate. Everybody's talking over each other. You can't. And you said, yeah, he's going to he's going to open up these borders. And that's what's going to happen. Here's the rest of it. El Paso opening up an emergency processing facility. The mayor of New York considering cruise ships as temporary housing. Hold on a second. Now we're putting them on a cruise ship, huh? Eesh. Come aboard, we're expecting you. Exciting and new. The immigration boat. Da, da, da. So, the last time I saw a cruise ship needed in New York was for COVID. That was never used. Never used. Never used. Okay. And now, what, we send a few people from our border to New York City, and they need a cruise ship? Yeah. Well, you know. Really? Uh, yeah. And really? by the, most of these people do not stay in these cities for more than 24 or 48 hours. So, uh, you know, they're, they're gone. The wise man's out today. Uh, Producer Pablo, find out uh, how many uh, people can fit on a cruise ship. Ooh. Because that's just, that's overkill. That is overkill. I don't know why you're doing that. I don't know why the, the mayor of New York City would say, we need it. We absolutely need a cruise ship to put everyone. They're panicking. It's so oh, hilarious. A cruise ship? Yeah. Come on. Come on. 
How many? We send 100 people every now and so often to Washington, D.C. from our border here in Arizona. Yeah, Mario Bowser's like, we don't know what to do. We yeah, need to declare an emergency. It's 100 people. Yeah. We send a few people to New York City. We've sent some people to Chicago. Yeah. Okay. They bust them out of Chicago they in like did. an hour. But they don't need a cruise ship in New York. No. I think I think New York has, what, 7,000 they've got over time, though. It's not like we sent 7,000 today. And a vast majority of those people are leaving within 24 to 48 hours. You know what New York needs? What? Not a cruise ship. Shipping container. Oh! Wow. We got a bunch of those. We got a lot of those. We're not quite sure what we're going to do with them. We put them down in Ogallis right now, and they're uh, not quite sure because they're not Lego-esque. Oh, gosh. So I guess you'd be playing Tetris down there with those things. <sighs> now, El Paso has felt, oh. you know, this for forever. It's just like Yuma, right? I mean... I mean when you hear the numbers yeah. and what's going on and the dollar amount that it's costing, it's eye-opening. Yeah. Three of the six members of the El Paso City Council have drafted a letter to Mayor Oscar Leeser. It urges him to issue a disaster declaration in hopes of receiving state or federal aid to help offset the cost of accommodating the estimated 1,500 undocumented immigrants who arrive every day. All right, so let's stop it there. Okay. So in El Paso, you get 1,500 a day. A day, yeah. I, I know I should have written this down, and I'm so bad. What did the mayor of Yuma 900 tell us? 900 a day. Right now, they're doing about 900 a day. 900 a day. Mm-hmm. Glad somebody... Glad somebody's brain works. <laughs> the letter says that El Paso spends about $300,000 daily to... F- oh, $300,000 daily. Now, if that was... I worked out the math earlier today. If, oh, if you were to keep that on a daily basis hmm. throughout the year, over $109 million dollars daily to feed and house the newly arrived. The three council members who have signed it say the crush of people makes providing respectful and humane services to the migrants almost impossible. Jim Ryan, ABC News, Dallas. All right. Uh, so we re- hit a record, two million. Oh, we got plenty of time to, you know. To we still have re- a month left. We, we've got, yeah. Yeah. We've got plenty of time to make that a bigger. You think you can go for three? I don't know about three, uh, but I wouldn't three. be. Well, I mean, I think huh. if you put, if you count the gotaways and what uh, what will end up final tally, I think we'll be north of two hundred and fifty uh, two point five million, maybe near that three ish range. Hey, Pablo, how many uh, people can fit on a cruise ship? Because New 65. York, I'm thinking sixty five. Sixty five hundred. I'm thinking yeah. He's almost right. Uh, so the largest cruise ship around six thousand people. All right. And with max capacity at six thousand. 318 people. Nice. Max capacity. So 6,318 people. All right, let's just go with 6,000. Yeah. So El Paso's paying 300K a day a to day. house migrants. We know what we're doing here in Arizona. We're putting uh, the shipping containers up. We're shipping, no, we're busing migrants all over the country. Um, Yuma's putting up with 900 people coming over per day. And I just. And El Paso's getting crushed. So what's the solution to this? Uh, not what we have now. Uh, the Remain in Mexico policy seem to be working pretty good. I can tell you what the solution is. Vote. Yeah, vote. Everything comes down to vote. Oh, absolutely. All right, so yeah, I'll but give you an example. But it's not instantaneous, and that's the no, frustration no. that people have. No, but, it, but you know, if like, here's the thing. If you really care about the border and that's your number one issue, you should be voting for a Republican. Yeah. Okay? Uh, I'll give you an example why, why the solution is always go and vote. Uh, do any of you like... What we've got for governor, I don't. Carrie no. Lake versus Katie Hobbs. Did anybody really like that matchup? How many of you didn't vote? Most of you. That's the solution. You got to go and vote. You've got to. Doesn't mean that you have to pour yourself into these politics on a, a daily basis. Um, but when it comes time to vote, if you don't vote, you're going to sit on the sidelines. 
Uh, and the border will stay the way it is. You'll have two bad candidates for governor. Or everything out there. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like every year we turn around, we're thinking, this is the year I'm going to have a chance to vote for somebody I like or something I like. And then you turn around and you go, nope, it's just the lesser of two evils. Yeah, if you stay home and you don't vote, then you really can't complain about a whole lot of stuff. That's really the, that's really the, the only solution that I see. And it's not the end all to be all. We already know that. Let's be real. Both parties have had opportunities over the last umpteen decades to fix this, and they refuse to do it. Right. They refuse. One wants cheap labor. The other's hoping for, uh, you know, this continual uh, group of people that will always vote Democrat. At the end of the day, we need people that really want to get serious and then do something about it and find solutions rather than focus solely on problems where the money's at. Two million have crossed the border so far. All right, coming up next. Has baseball turned into a socialist sport? (laughs) Wait until you hear this story because uh, your kids are going to cry. I'm just going to say that. When you tell your kids this story, they're going to cry. Cry like a baby. It's all coming up on the Gatos Chad Show. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. I was talking to my old man the other day. And uh, I said, hey, Dad, you know, you remember when, uh, remember that time when I was a kid and, you know, me and my brother, we, you know, you took us to Yankee Stadium and we were sitting there and you were yelling at that guy behind us to stop smoking pot. Because, you know, our kids, my kids are here. Hey, quit smoking pot. I got a stick for the seven-year-old. Smoking pot at Yankee Stadium back in the day, huh? And as soon as my father yelled at the guy, a pop-up. I remember that. I remember it. It was Tom Pachorek from the White Sox. Popped the ball up. Ron Guidry, the Yankees pitcher, uh, threw it. And it's coming right towards us. It's coming right towards us. Right towards you. Yes, it is a pop-up, not a line drive. It's coming... And it and it and it goes oh it goes behind the, the it goes behind us one row where the guy was smoking pot he has no idea what's going on no because he's smoking pot right I took my glove and missed it nice. I missed it by this much but the guy whose you know whose row it was in and everybody was loaded right they were all high it was Yankees it was in the my 70s. dad grabbed the ball that kind of wedged in between the seats and it was the first time we ever caught a pop up oh fantastic and it was awesome. And I don't know if it was just, you know, uh, I, I was so happy to 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 get a ball from Yankee Stadium or the smoke actually made made me, you know, there's a little bit of both. Little, right. A little euphoria in the fact that you got a Tom Pachoric foul ball. Those are the moments I look back on and say that was uh, that was special. You get to bring your glove. You go to the game with your pop and, uh, you know, you catch a ball. Well, uh, remember Craig Council? He uh Used to play here, shortstop, third yep. base, second base. Uh, he's on the team for the uh, Diamondbacks. Won won uh, the World Series in two thousand one. He's the uh, a manager of the Brewers, and he now wants an age limit for you uh, when to bring a, a glove to a game. So wait, so an eight like an yeah. eight like like you're not allowed to bring a glove to a game unless you're you know under this certain uh, age. Well, what's the age? How old is too old to bring a baseball glove to the ballpark, Charles? Well, Brewers manager Craig Council says there should be a national age limit. Yeah. Yeah. A national age limit. This can't be serious. Sierra McGrew found plenty of opinions. Listen to Sierra McGrew. Denied at American Family Field. Of course she did. I think, Was that? Of course she did. I think there should be an age limit, yes. I'm in, I'm in favor of a national age limit on bringing gloves to the park. That- I don't know if the Brewers are doing well this year. I have no idea. I mean, you know, a very, you know, casual baseball fan. But this can't be that important. Bringing a glove to a game if you're a kid. 
That's what you do. It's really, you know, you, you do it because, A, it's cool, and, B, it's protection. And why would you? Why would any baseball manager say, you know what, you're a little bit old over there? That's Craig Council on WTMJ Radio this morning. TMJ, that's a weird one. What is TMJ? TMJ is a uh, temporomandibular like joint. Yeah. Right, that's, uh, what is it? Uh, it's that thing in your jaw that Jaw hurts. right here back here. Yeah, you get yeah. TMJ, and, yeah. that, and then yeah. it hurts, right? Mm-hmm. Or okay. you can be a giant, huge radio station in Milwaukee. <laughs> WTMJ. WTMJ. Our jaw hurts. He says 14 years old should be the age limit on bringing a glove to the game. And once you hit 15, if you happen to catch a foul ball, you better pass it on to the kid next to you. All right. Craig Council's a socialist. He wants to share everything. He does. Hey, if I'm 49, I just said I'm 49. If I'm 49 years old and I go to a bowl game at the Di- at, at the Diamondbacks. Are they still playing? They do. They, they play. Actually, they've been pretty good, actually. I went there this year. I saw them. You did? Yeah, because you weren't here, so I was forced to go. <laughs> if, I, if I catch a ball at uh, Chase Field, why, why do I have to give it away? What if you bring a glove, yeah. right, and... And you brought it for your kid, and your kid doesn't want the glove because we know how kids are, right? Like, let's take this, and they don't uh, want it. And then you have it, and yeah. you catch something. Yes. Should you be allowed to keep the ball? Yeah. Why do I have to give it to another kid because that of, I don't know in the of stands? All the bad actors that have been out there. We've seen them where they pummel kids trying to get it, and they're 50 years old, and they crush a 12-year-old. That's a good lesson for the 12-year-old. Zach Hampel, they call him the king of baseballs. He got Alex Rodriguez's 3,000th hit, Mike Trout's first career home run. So he goes into the stands. 12 thousand baseballs he's got and people have criticized him because he knocks kids over he's about getting those things yeah see that's the reason what's yeah. wrong with that yeah what's wrong with that hey you know what is you don't just get handed stuff in life if you don't catch the ball you don't get the ball have you what's ever been to a game when it's like there's not a lot of people there and they'll they'll foul one back and you look up and you're like i'm not going up there to get it <laughs> <laughs> There's nobody else around for you. Like I can't be bothered. Let me give you another example. If that pot smoking guy at Yankee Stadium all those years ago, you know he's passing that doobie, you know, up and down. I I don't know what it is. I'm like seven years old, right? I just know it smells. Daddy, what does that smell? It's weird. I, my stomach. Now I'm hungry. So I don't our get dad's it. different. You're like, what you got? <laughs> if that pot smoker would have caught that ball and, and I missed it and he handed it to me, I wouldn't take it. I, I didn't deserve that ball. Oh, you would have taken no, it. You are, he would have taken that, so and he would have thought, I deserve yes, that ball. Yes, he would have. What? Because I'm here, and I'm putting in the effort, and I brought my mitt. That's you, think right. I, you think I'm entitled? And I feel I'm entitled? seven. Yes, yeah. you would have Not pitched t- the biggest fit ever. Did you say pitched? I said you would have pitched oh, I the biggest said, fit Oh, I thought ever. you said, I thought you, like, turn the P up a oh, little? Oh, yeah, no. Like, I thought that was no. it. All right, here. So, who better to weigh in on this debate than the kids themselves? Okay, let's listen to some children. Uh, Craig Council is the manager of the uh, Brewers, played for the Diamondbacks. He says there should be an age limit to bringing a glove to a game. I don't like it. Think- <laughs> okay, there you go. I don't Fantastic. like it. Huh. I think people should be able to bring their gloves in. No matter what? Yeah. Yeah? You want to be able to catch a ball until you're 99? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Sometimes you catch a ball because they hit it so hard, it hits the person next to you and knocks them unconscious or whatever. Right. And then you just pick it off and their body. And you can body. pick it up, and that's Whoa! fine because, you, you know, it happens. We're in the 
we're in the pit here in the United States because of, of baseballs. You'd stop giving the baseball to kids. Make them earn it. If you jump in front of them and you're 50 years old and you catch the ball and the 12-year-old starts crying behind you, you say, listen, you better try harder next time. You know what? I, the only thing I don't Tough like love. is when, when the baseball player go over and he wants to throw the ball to a kid and then somebody will snag it. Mm-hmm. All right, maybe that's wrong. That's a little bit. You know, right, come on, I've man. only done that once. Yeah, That's okay. Again, because you're entitled. <laughs> what do you think? I'm Katie Hobbs? Yeah. I don't have to go out and campaign? I'm entitled? I'm the Secretary of State? Maybe. Maybe. I don't. I I should just be handed this job. You should be because you've been you've been preparing for that. You went through all the stuff. You were waiting because you were hoping and praying that Trump, in a weird way, would have won <laughs> because Ducey would have left earlier. Right. That's right. All right. Uh, so that's the uh, oh, baseball. Oh goodness gracious! Coming up next. Hey, the roads may become very dangerous in the valley starting this weekend. You better watch that motorcycle. We're going to explain this coming up next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. Comedian Lewis Black heading to the Celebrity Theater on Saturday, October 1st. Liberty tickets are still available. You can win a pair now by visiting the contest page at KTAR.com. Because he screams a lot. He does. It's very funny. I've seen him before. Hilarious. Hilarious. All right. So we got a new uh, law on Arizona roads that starts this weekend. And uh, looking for a kidney, this <laughs> might be your weekend. It, <laughs> do you ride a motorcycle? Because if you do, some of the laws change. And, you know, if you're like me and scared to get on a motorcycle, you know, it's weird. My grandmother always told me she was a saint, by the way. Oh, I thought you were going to say she was a hell of a biker. No, but she uh, said, listen, uh, never grow a beard and don't ride a motorcycle. And you know what? I'm unable to grow a beard because, you know, hair just doesn't grow on my face. And a motorcycle, nah, I'm too scared about that. So, Grandma, I, I did what you wanted now, me to are do. you scared because of other people? Or are you scared because you do not trust yourself? I don't it? trust myself. Okay, there we go. All right, so there's a new law. If you're a motorcyclist, if you're... Uh, if you're obviously you're on the road, you're driving your car, you need to know about this stuff. So what's the law? The new law taking effect this weekend. Will is that John Hook? Is that our buddy John Hook? It Do is. you think he's voting for Katie Hobbs? That's just a thought. All right, let's listen. Sorry. The new law taking effect this weekend will allow motorcyclists to ride to the front of the line in between cars, passing cars stopped at a red light. All right. So Chad Benson in his car stops at a red light. And you got a, you got one. Say you're there's a three lane. You're in the middle. You get a car to your right, a car to your left. A motorcycle can weave through. Yeah, to get to the front. And when I, when we say the front, is that in front of you or is it? Well, they'll on pull, the side they'll of pull you. alongside of you, but their wheel will be in front. You know, they're not going to go into the crosswalk. Well, who goes or something. first? Because I'm ready to race. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna, he or she mostly is going to blow you away. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I don't know if this is going to keep everybody safe. Let's try and figure out why they came out with this law. Some people think this is dangerous. Others think it's actually more safe. All right. Back to my original question. Eh, Hook. They work with Carrie Lake. Hobbs, Lake. What do you think? I think he's got to go for his Were they friend. friendly? I think they were very friendly. Then there's a chance. Okay. Okay. Let's get back to the story. If there's multiple lanes going in the same direction, a motorcycle will be able to go in between and pass a parked car. I'm going to tell you right now, this is not good because people don't like that. No. They don't, people aren't going to know about this new law. It's going to cause road rage. You're going to be like, why did you cut in front of me? And why are you a motorcyclist? Uh, 
the motorcyclists, rarely do you see them, and usually it's too late. And that's the big thing for this, because they're worried about getting hit from behind. A motorcyclist, okay. Is sitting in line with everybody else, worried about, like, because, you know, that's when you get rear-ended, it's usually when everybody's coming to a stop, nobody's paying attention. Or uh, it's a a false start, kind of. You're on your phone, you're not really looking, maybe you take your foot off the brake, and then... Yeah, something like that. So the whole thought process is if they're up front, if they hit somebody back there, it's one thing, but you're not around there. All right. Cruising around the state in a motorcycle could get a whole lot easier thanks to a recently signed Senate bill. Bill 1273 allows motorcycle riders to pass a car stopped in the same lane, like at a traffic light, and go in between lanes of traffic. We can go through the traffic now and not be the last car in that lane, so it'll be safer when it comes to that. President of Buffalo Trooper Phoenix Chapter Roosevelt Brown says it's tough for motorcyclists to stop for a long period of time. The problem we have is when we're in heavy traffic like that is that these V-twin motors overheat and uh, cause more issues. So it allows you to kind of get to the front of the line and so you can get back to flowing with the wind. Yeah, flowing with the wind. Translation, those motors get hot because there's no radar or anything to cool it down. So it needs to be air-cooled as you're driving along. So the motor gets more heated as you sit. Yeah, and you're sitting there. And and the thing is, even when they start to take off, you know how it could be. It's slow, it's slow. Here's the thing. They're never going to miss a light. So them being in the back of the line, they're not going to have to worry if it, you know, the light changes and you can't get across or it's busy. They're just going to take off and go. Mm. All right. But there are several restrictions. The new rule only applies on streets with at least two lanes traveling in the same direction and with speeds 45 miles per hour or less. All right. So that's not the highway. No. So you're talking about speeds of 45 or less. Couple lanes, couple lanes, forty five or less, I'm like just, out, like out here in front of in front of yeah. our building on Sixteenth. You, you know, there's 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 four lanes. Sometimes there's three. You can if there's a stop, you can go and pass them. You know, this is going to tick off drivers. It is. It is. It is. It, you know. It's totally. Does it take make a lot people... to tick off drivers anymore? Though? No. Although we were only thirty first in road rage, we were not Utah. This is going to make people in Utah angry. Utah was number one in road number rage. Number one. The motorcyclists, when passing, also can't be going more than 15 miles per hour. We can't do it on the freeways and expressways or any uh, street in that fact that's over 45 miles an hour. So I don't think it went far enough. But Roosevelt says at least it's a start. He says he's seen a lot of distracted drivers out here, and this bill will help prevent motorcyclists like himself from getting hit from behind. Again, this law goes into effect this Saturday and does not apply to three-wheeled motorcycles. And they are, they are not allowed, still not allowed to go in between parked cars. Oh. Yeah, my sidecars, it's pretty awesome. Man. It's cool. I take my dog out there. Toodles, <laughs> gets a little helmet on, ah. zoop around. Because we go out and fight crime in it. <laughs> Doesn't that remind you of, like, uh, the old Batman? Yeah. Where, you know, Batman is, he's cool. He's driving the motorcycle. And then on the side, there's that little, you know, place to sit. There's Robin. There's Robin. Yeah. That's Robin. Yeah, he's he's sitting over there. You've never been on a motorcycle? I don't think so. Okay. What do you think? No. Well, probably not. Well, your grandma told you not to get on one. I know. Isn't that a funny story? And not to grow a beard. I don't know why she told me that. I don't know. <sighs> probably because she knew you. She's like, probably he's going to hurt himself. <laughs> you're going to hurt he's yourself. Gonna, he's going to hurt. He's going to crash. He's going to lay oh, the bike down. I thought you said you're going to hurt yourself if you grow a beard. You know, well, that probably would happen, too. Yeah. Okay. All right. New law starts Saturday. Uh, you got motorcyclists, they'll be able to cut in front of you. Have fun. <laughs> Who wants right. a kidney? Coming up next, um, man, this guy, he has said a lot of funny stuff. A lot. Trump. Um, I think we've got a new number one.
You think? Oh, this one is funny. Wait, hold on. Are you really thinking about that? Is this the number one? It's coming up next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. That is Space Force's song. What? Space Force. They have their own song? They have their own song. (laughs) (laughs) We're the Space Force from on high. Uh, Didn't Trump make Space Force? Yeah. And I remember Pence coming out and talking about it. Well, remember Space Force originally there was there was there was another branch of it, but then they decided to call it Space Force and well, designed all stuff. It's That's, a new military branch that was established in twenty nineteen, I'm yeah. saying now. Semper uh Supra. Is the name of the of the song. Supra indeed. Supra. Like the Supra. But no, there it is. We're in the air. Play it again. Fighting aliens everywhere. They didn't say that. They don't? Are you sure? I don't know. Stop it for a sec. They're the invisible on high. I, do, Becky Lynn, do you understand any word they're saying? I haven't gotten one word no, yet. No, not really. I mean, the rhythm I like for Space Force, and you got to have your own song. But I don't. Did you get it any of the like lyrics? They're marching. They're That's marching. A march. Yeah. yeah. This is so what some people are saying. Shouldn't there be something different? Terrible and hilarious. It is a little bit. Yes. Uh, one person said it's not a banger. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. Why do we need Space Force? Because China's trying to take over the moon. But are we using... I don't know what... Like, is Space Force becoming something essential to our security and prosperity here in the... What do we do? What is it? Uh, Well, first and foremost, you guys... You guys are pretty aware that not, you know, we have a lot of weather satellites. Do you think they're all weather satellites? No. There you go. But I'm just wondering, what exactly, do we have soldiers as a part of space? Yeah, there's soldiers, yeah. Uh Really? Yeah. Yeah. And what do they do? Nothing yet. Well, they fight aliens. They don't fight aliens. They're going to. How do they train since they don't really know what they're going to do? Uh, it's a secret. They're probably training at Area 51. By the way, here's here, are you guys ready for this? We're the mighty watchful eye, guardians beyond the blue, oh, okay. the invisible front line, war fighters, brave and true, boldly reaching into space. There's no limit to our sky, standing ground both night and day. We're the Space Force from on high. They're standing ground, but they're the Space Force. Space Force. Well, they got to get up there and take over uh, the moon. They're dedicated to protecting and securing the air, land, and sea. They're the guardians. At the galaxy. (laughs) Play it again. Play it again. So, hold on. Uh, There are the guardians. How do you know they're the guardians of the galaxy? Super. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay, You want to hear it again? I'm on the Space Force website. I'm telling you what they're. Okay. Here it is. Like they're a brand. Oh, wait. That's Spaceballs. (laughs) (laughs) That one sounds better. I like that one. That was the movie Spaceballs from the 80s. Yeah. So, who was in that? John Candy. Uh, Remember, he was uh, he was Mog. He yeah. was a half man, half dog. He was his own best friend. Uh, Mara- Mara- Richard Mar- Rick, Rick, Moranis. Rick Moranis. He was the de- fake Darth Vader guy. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Of course, you played Spaceballs. Oh, <laughs> 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 I 
yeah, brave they're, and true. They're yeah. awesome. Yeah. I mean, they really are. You think? Gosh, I remember seeing that movie when I was a kid. We'll destroy your little planet if you ever get us mad. Spaceballs! Well, you always talk about China. Boy, were they laughing at us after that song. China. I don't think they're scared of our space force. China's got enough issues right now. Yeah. Feed your people and stop being such, you know, dictatory. No, that's not what I thought you were going to say. Well, uh, you know, take away <laughs> part of the tatery. Started off really bad. So, uh, uh, you know, who came up with Space Force? Hmm. Who came up with Space Balls? That's the real question. Uh, that would be, uh, God, what's his name? Uh, Mel Brooks. Yes. That's Mel, right. Mel Brooks. That's right. It was Mel Brooks. That's right. He's still alive, right? He just turned 100. Yeah, I think. No, that was Norman Lear. Norman Lear. No, 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 I think they both did. Oh, okay. Mm. Space Balls. I wonder who thought of this. <clears throat> He played Yoda. It wasn't Yoda. What was it? But it was like Yoda. Oh, gosh. Yogurt. That's right. Yogurt. He played Yogurt. All right. Space Force. Be scared. They've got a new song. They're watching the skies.